Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Fritch. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, we need to ask a little favor of you. Download the Podcast One app because the Jeff and Jen podcast is moving there in just a few days and we're not going to be able to do SoundCloud anymore. So if you're listening to us from WKRQ.com, don't worry. You don't have to do anything. We'll still be right there too. Same great Jeff and Jen, just a new place. Podcast One. That's podcastone.com. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. All right. 751. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Hey, we got a brand new second date update coming up here in the next five minutes. But uh, before we get to that, we're talking about the greatest TV villains of all time. Rolling Stone did this big list. The 40 greatest TV bad guys. Ben Linus from Lost is number one, followed by Marlo Stanfield from The Wire and Livia Soprano, Tony Soprano's mother, from The Sopranos. So, Aaron. Yeah. Hey, your favorite TV bad guy of all time. I'm going with Stefano Demera. Yeah. Stefano Demera from yeah. Days, Days of Our Lives. Of our lives. Sure. Yeah. Is it, you still watch Is he still on? No, he's actually dead because he's uh my I watch my wife watches it so I'm kind of forced to watch it. Yeah, right. Um, and I yeah I know right. <laughs> but he's been dead before. Is he really dead? Yeah, we'll he's see. Really dead this time, like because of his because of his age. He's been in a wheelchair for like the last like two months on the oh. episodes. And, but yeah, he's like really really dead this oh. time. <laughs> <laughs> he's like really really dead. Okay. I bet he still comes again. back. You never know. I don't know. I'll believe it until I see the body. Yes. Yeah, right. But right. when they have, like, one of those anniversary shows, I'm sure he'll show up somewhere. Right. Yeah, they're having all, like, uh, let's see, Belle and uh, Belle's back with, uh, uh, what's, what was her husband's name that they went on the boat with? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's been so long since I've... Yeah. I just want Jack and Jennifer to be together, and I want... Ho- uh, Bo died, too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Bo died, and... There's like a triangle with her and Rafe now. and Yeah. yeah. Bo and Stefano are on an island somewhere. Secret they island are. Someplace. Yeah. You're not kidding. <laughs> All right, Aaron. Thanks, man. Cool. Thank you guys so much. You got it. All right. One for Days of Our Lives from Aaron. <laughs> Let's go to Amy now. Amy, who's your favorite TV villain of all time? Well, I'm showing my age here, but it's Nellie from Little House on the Prairie. Nellie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. was bad. Every once in a while, I see her in one of those like reunion interviews. I guess yeah. she and Melissa Gilbert are really good friends. Well, she was probably a sweetheart in real life, but she was evil on the show. She played yeah. that role well, didn't she? 
Yeah. Thanks, Amy. And, and by the way, it's Joffrey Baratheon. Joffrey Baratheon. There yeah. you go. All right. Thanks, Amy. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Valerie. Yes. Your favorite TV bad guy. My favorite TV bad guy is uh, Frank Underwood from House of Cards. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was so good. Like, at first you were rooting for him at the beginning of the series, and yeah. then he just turned straight Once he it. threw her in front of the train. Wow. Well, yep. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> But you could argue that he's an anti-hero, too, uh, because I it's his so. character yes. that drives yes. the story. Yeah. Definitely. But I I'm haven't started you. watching that one yet. It. But it's next on my Netflix queue. It's good. Yeah, you think I'll like it? it? So the next good. season comes out, I think, March 4th? March 4th. Oh, yeah. wow. My name is Frank Underwood, and I will <laughs> sing for my supper. <laughs> Thank you, Valerie. Thanks. 7.54, looking at a sun cloud mix today. We'll see a high around 20 right now. It's 15 with Jeff and Jen. <laughs> Jessica went on a date with Adam. She is curious as to why she hasn't seen or heard from him since, is feeling very blown off right now. Good morning, Jessica. Hey, good morning. I'm sorry you're being blown off. You want to tell us a little bit about Adam and how that first date went? Uh, okay, so um, I we met through a mutual friend. Um, it was actually a blind date, and I've never done that before, so I was nervous. You're brave. You're brave, and you must really trust your friends. Yeah, I mean, it's a good friend. Like, she knows me. Yeah, well, that's good. Where'd you guys end up going? We met at Carabas on uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I figured that a midweek date would be good because, you know, if I wanted to bail, I had an excuse that I'd get up early for work. But I have to give, like, my friends some credit because um, this guy was, like, definitely my type of guy. Oh, yeah? He was cool, you know? He had, like, dark hair and light eyes, and he's kind of like a medium build. And he- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. He's, like, creative. He's in marketing. He seemed, like, really funny. Um, The conversation was good. I I thought he was flirting with me. So we were there for, like, two hours, and he walked me to my car and gave me a hug and said we'd talk or meet later. And nothing felt weird. Nothing felt off. Hmm. But uh, he hasn't returned either of my texts. And I was just going to, like, let it go. But it's driving me crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that. You know, you think it's going one way, and then you find out later it obviously didn't. I just don't know. I have no idea. Have you been doing a lot of dating? Not a lot of dating. I mean, I have, like, spurts when I go online. And then I kind of lose interest really yeah Yeah. but i mean i've been doing enough that like i really felt like i had a spark with this guy by comparison sure yeah that's a bummer too i mean you 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 really hope i mean when the friends start getting involved and start hooking you up with people (laughs) yeah (laughs) you you trust them and you hope that they're giving you somebody good and so i wonder what's going on with them i don't know all right well i'll tell you what we're going to take a break 
Let's do this. We'll come back. We'll call Adam. I'll put you on hold. Fritz will get the phone number. And let's just see what Adam has to say. We'll talk to him about Jessica and his date with her and see if we can figure out why he's blowing her off. Coming up next as Second Date Update continues here at Q102. Yeah, Jessica went out with this guy named Adam that she met on a blind date. It was set up by friends. They went to Carrabba's. They seemed to hit it off pretty well. He physically is her type, you know, dark hair, medium build, very nice guy, nice smile. Creative. Works at a marketing agency. Mm -hmm. You add the chemistry to it. And as far as Jessica was concerned, it was a great date. Couldn't have asked for anything more. Couple of hours, Italian food. I'm guessing that you had a glass or two of wine. Uh, One or two. (laughs) One or two glasses or bottles? Glasses, glasses of wine. There okay. you go. <laughs> it was a Tuesday night. Okay, and, and when he walked you to your car, was there a kiss or just a hug? It was just a hug, just but a hug. Um, it seemed like super warm. Yeah, so it felt yeah. good. It didn't feel cold. It didn't feel like he was trying to blow you off or anything. No, it felt super warm. He said, I mean, he said he was going to call to see when we could meet again. Right. I mean, I I felt like connected. Um, especially in comparison to like any of the other first dates I've been on, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you, you've done this enough to know the difference. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I have. I feel like I have. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to call Adam and we're going to find out what he thought of Jessica. Hopefully he's willing to shed a little more light on this from his side, from his point of view. Adam? Yes. Hey, man, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? I'm doing all right. How are you, Jeff and Jen? (laughs) Pretty good, Adam. We're good. Hello. Do you know why we're calling you? I'm going to guess that this is a second date update. Yeah. I would guess it's about Jessica. It is Jessica, correct. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll make it easy for you. Uh, I know that she's on the line. And yes. I will go out with her again, and yes, you can pay for dinner because, yeah, I really did like her. I, I actually thought she was a really great girl. So why didn't you call her back or text yeah. her? What is the deal here? Hello? Why do we have to jump in and, at all here? I, I, I honestly didn't mean for it to like get to this point. I've just been really busy. I get really busy at work. And I was actually going to call her. It, it's, really, it's really kind of stupid. Um, I love stupid. What do you got? Well, there were just a few things that happened at dinner that maybe I got misconstrued or maybe I misunderstood. And our friends that set us up, I talked with them and got some things cleared up because they had asked me how the date had gone, of course. You know, they're the ones who set the whole thing up. And well, I, I'm sorry to interrupt, dude. I'm just kind of lost and confused. What, what did you have to talk to them to clear up? Did something go wrong? Well, she just... She made a couple of sarcastic remarks uh, about some of the kids that were sitting close by at the restaurant. And I just kind of took that that she didn't like kids. And quite frankly, I want kids. I, I actually want a bunch of kids. Uh-huh. Um, but I talked to our friends about it, and it, I guess she actually really likes kids. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm glad you had them to talk yeah. to. <laughs> Here is the other thing, though, is... She kind of giggled a lot and just kept on flipping her hair, and I, I kind of took that as uh, a, um, I don't know, kind of like a giddy kind of... Uh, Flighty, sort of airheady thing to do. Yeah, you know, like, a, and I hate to put it this way, but kind of like that, that typical blonde stereotype kind of thing. Right. 
um, not that blonde women are unattractive or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you better watch I, that. <laughs> it's what the typical blonde stereotype. Mm. And it turns out, I, I guess she does that when she's nervous. So okay. she also kept on saying how she loves this shop. And apparently <laughs> she's like really good with money. And I thought that I thought it was something else that she was one of those girls that just ran up all her credit cards and bought all this crap that she didn't really need. But like I said, it was stupid. And I talked to our friends, they cleared it up and I was going to call her, but I've just been so busy that I just, I want to take some time to actually chat instead of being rushed through a phone call while, while I'm trying to eat lunch or something. Wow, that was like a whole laundry list of stuff that he just listed. Well, isn't, it fa- isn't it fascinating the assumptions we make, though, about people when, the, when they're doing things or saying things and, and you were like totally off base? Yeah. you Are you hearing all this, Jessica? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, Adam, I, I would have told you all of that <laughs> if you asked me. I mean... I will go out to dinner with you again on the condition that whenever you're confused, you ask questions. Because I would have told you everything that our friends told you. And I'll promise to do the same thing. No, I appreciate that. Of course, I agree. Of course, I want to see you again. So I I think it's just more of a misunderstanding than anything and letting me letting my mind take over. I love it when second date update drives itself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes well, it so much easier. I think we're very lucky, I think, that their friends did our job for Certainly. us. Certainly. Yeah, here. very much. That they jumped in and mm-hmm. uh, explained. But that, but how helpful is that, though, that you have people sort of to stand up and vouch for you? Yeah. That both parties know and feel mm-hmm. comfortable to have that conversation with. Yep. But in the future, we would like it to be us. <laughs> it would be us. Or, you know, even better, just communicate between the two of you when you're out to dinner, if you have a question. Well, in, in the future, I, I just even hope that I don't get radio. another second date update call because yeah. that means it didn't work out with Jessica. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, Adam, thanks for just taking the call. And Jessica, congratulations. We're going to send you both to dinner. We're going to pay for it. Thank you for coming on Second Date Update, and we wish you both good luck. Thank you, guys. Okay. All right. Yay. About time we had a second date happened here. So if you have been out on a first date and you haven't heard back, we would do a second date update call for you. You just got to get a hold of us at Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com or just call us 513-749-2320. I know. Think of the misunderstandings we clear up. I know. We're so helpful. But I know that whole assumption thing. Like there's somebody in my life that always takes everything I say the wrong way, makes assumptions about every, I mean, trying to have a conversation with this person is so complicated. Is it because they don't Because sure. they're making assumptions yeah, about everything say, that I say. They don't understand yeah. your sarcasm or it, is it? It's not even, sorry, just a regular daily conversation. conversation. That's yes. frustrating. Make you nuts. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for five Rand- random, random facts. All right, here we go. Five random facts to get you jump started for your Wednesday that you may or may not find interesting, but these are very helpful in a pinch if there's an awkward pause, an uncomfortable moment of silence with someone, or you're just trying to spark up a conversation with someone at the water cooler. Are you ready? Did you know that America's 12th biggest export is human and animal blood? God, I wonder what we're, what are, what are, where are we sending Ew. and what are they doing with it? I don't know, Why? but we're making a ton of money exporting our blood. Wow. That's disgusting. Well, you think about how many blood banks are always desperate for more blood. Why are we sending it out of the country? Good question. Good mm. question. 
the Super Bowl halftime show switched from marching bands and not-so-famous performers to famous ones after 1992. If you recall, prior to 1992, Super Bowl halftime show was usually these no-name artists you would never heard of and marching bands. That was it. Now, I think 1991 was New Kids on the Block, so they may have been the ones that really kicked it off. Oh, they yeah. They had them with marching bands. And they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, not really. I was actually going to say... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that they switched to famous performers after 1992 because Fox Television ran in living color. They did a live broadcast during halftime that brought Fox 22 million viewers. And so the next year, the NFL was like, we're not going to let that happen again. So they brought in Michael Jackson okay. to do the halftime show to well, make sure go. that they didn't lose any viewers. That is interesting. That makes Fascinating, sense. isn't it? Yeah. All right. How about this? Elmer's glue has six calories in a teaspoon. What do you know? For the kid in your <laughs> class that ate glue. Yes. I gained a lot of weight in kindergarten from that product right there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Belize is the only country in Central America that has never gotten a visit from a U.S. president, even though we've always had good relations from them. It's pretty, isn't it nice in Belize? It's beautiful there. Oh, it's very nice, and we have a great relationship with them. We consider them an ally, but uh, they're the only country in Central America that's never been visited by a U.S. president. Well, somebody needs to get there. According to uh, House Hunters International, you can get a house on the beach there for like 135k. You're kidding. And the scuba diving is amazing. It's where wow. the, like, the blue hole is there, and it's like a well-known attraction for people that love to dive. There you go. Yeah. When we retire, we should all move to Belize. All right. Finally, the two richest people in Los Angeles, the two richest people in Los Angeles were actually born, both of them were born in South Africa. Number one is a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical executive named Patrick Soon Shong, who is worth $12.5 billion. Wow. And uh, Elon Musk who is worth $11.7 billion, but both were born in South Africa. What do you know? Yeah. So there you have it. Those well, are your you five random facts. A little mm-hmm. something to take with you to the water cooler today. Mm-hmm. Or help break an uncomfortable moment of silence. <laughs> Animal blood. <laughs> I know. Did you know? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Coming up, the Oscars have a plan, finally have a plan, to keep acceptance speeches short. And it's brilliant. Wait till you hear it. That's coming up next. First, Toria Cannon's got your Q102. Carryautomotive.com. Traffic. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday. Ready to master control? Ready. Switch on. Sir, it's time to ride. Let's go. And a one and a two and a... I don't believe I ordered a wake-up call. It's a nice morning, ain't it, boss? Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I love waking up in the morning. Is it me or is this show getting weirder this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. The show's gotten a little lowbrow. You never can tell what you're going to run into in the morning. Showtime. All right. We could have had Metallica for the halftime show. Nice. Also, Red Lobster is really loving Beyonce right now. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with the Oscars this morning. Yeah, I mean, I think probably one of our least favorite things about the Oscars are the long, boring acceptance speeches where they just laundry list a bunch of names that uh, nobody knows who they are. At least well, nobody watching. You know what it does. is? It's it's almost like a formula. They go up there, 
and they go through this whole, oh my gosh, uh, I just didn't, I never thought, I just, I don't even know what I'm doing up here. I can't <laughs> believe it. I just, oh, I don't even know what to say. I didn't come prepared. Okay. Um, I mean, this right there, you know, there's almost 30 seconds you've blown just by saying nothing. Right. And then they get their speech out of their pocket with all the right. names on it. <laughs> exactly. So what they decided to do, they had the big Oscar luncheon the other day, and this is what the organizers told all of the nominees. They told them to submit a list of people that they'd like to thank if they win. Oh. And then those names are going to scroll across the bottom of the screen during <laughs> each ticker. winner's acceptance speech. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So they don't have to spend all night thanking everyone. I'm sure they sold it to them like, you know, whenever you start thanking people, inevitably you forget somebody really important. That's so go true. ahead and make the list of everybody that you want to thank. Give it to us and we'll put it on the screen to make sure you don't forget anyone. Who are they going to be thanking? Then while they're up there, I mean, well, if, see, that's if, the if thing. all of that is gone, what are they going to say? I like to the thank point. the academy, and then that's it. No, the point is they want the speeches to be interesting and heartfelt. So they're hoping uh, that they come up with something else to say when they get up. Put there. some time yeah. in on it. That's mm-hmm. right. I would just like to say that what we do is important. Yes. Yeah. Do you see where Sylvester Stallone told his director that he would? If, if his director for Creed was upset about it being an all-white Oscars, that Sylvester, who is nominated, offered to stay at home. He said, if, if you are upset, bothered, I will, for support of this film, I will stay home and not that go. That was nice. The that director was, was like, go. That was his way of saying, I really don't want to go to another <laughs> one of these things. I don't know. I think he does. I think, I think he does want to go because he's Oscar. never won one. Yeah. And this is a big deal for him. Yeah. Have you guys seen, very cool. Anybody seen Creed? No. Nope. I'm curious if it's any good. But it, it also, this is another opportunity for them to make political statements. And I, I bet we get one or two. Oh, yeah. yeah I think they got 30 will. seconds to say they like who they like. Right. Okay. 825 with Jeff and Jen. Cincinnati's Q102. As your e-news continues, let's switch gears here for just a moment and talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. Now, a lot of people talking about Beyonce's performance. And at first, Red Lobster didn't really seem to know how to respond to the explicit shout-out that they got from Beyonce's song, Formation, where she takes, where she says she, she takes her man... Uh, she takes her man there if he gives it to her good. Takes him to Red Lobster. Takes him to Red Lobster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you heard that? Let me play the clip so you can kind of know what I'm talking <laughs> about in case you haven't heard. That's right. Yeah. Might Woo-hoo. take him for a flight on my chapa. I mean, the ultimate feast at Red Lobster, it's where it's at. Get it right, get scampy. That's right. <laughs> that sounds like a disease. <laughs> well, Red Lobster is not complaining. Red Lobster says sales were up 33% on Sunday over last year's Super Bowl Sunday. Also, Red Lobster was mentioned on Twitter 42,000 times in an hour over the weekend, making the company trend for the first time in history. The song was released on Saturday, and while Beyonce sang a portion of it during the Super Bowl halftime show, she left out the part about Red Lobster. Boo. But still, it's entirely possible that a lot of people in Denver were so high off of the Broncos' victory that they, uh, you know. They thought the Red Lobster afterwards sounded like a pretty good idea. Right. Well, you know how they call 
Beyonce Bay. It's just kind of her name, mm-hmm. B-E-Y. So those biscuits that they're known for are called Cheddar Bay, B-A-Y biscuits. And so Red Lobster tweeted on Sunday, like, thanks for the shout out. Makes us hungry for Cheddar Bay biscuits. Mm. And a lot of people were giving them flack. Like, you couldn't come up with something more creative than that. Of course, it's hard to say how long Red Lobster sales will continue, but Valentine's Day is just around the corner, so that's something. Yeah. Maybe they'll get another week's worth of mileage out of that. (laughs) Well, Santana was featured during the Super Bowl in a montage of highlights, but he really wanted to headline this year's halftime show with two other Bay Area bands, Journey and Metallica. He went on Facebook and he said, Dear NFL and CBS, I feel compelled to point out to you that the halftime show should have included some of the local iconic bands that the world would have loved to see perform. Bands like Metallica, Steve Miller, Journey, and yours truly. We would have rocked and done the Bay Area proud. This is just an invitation for you to consider iconic bands, real live music, real live vocals, and give the audience real live chills. None of them on that list have done a Super Bowl halftime show. Journey says they would have been they would have been there in a heartbeat an heartbeat Metallica just happened to be in town to do a pre Super Bowl event and they even joked about not being in the running for the halftime show by creating the hashtag too heavy for halftime. Too heavy for halftime. Could you too imagine? Too heavy for halftime. I yeah. try to imagine what my dad would say. <laughs> He's in there <laughs> the Super Bowl. Yeah. And here comes Metallica. Why not? Let's try it. God. Mm-mm. Last year, plus-size model Ashley Graham was in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, but only in an ad for the company Swimsuits for All. But this year's SI is actually featuring, featuring her in the issue as part of their rookie class. In a a very sexy Instagram post, she says, this is a dream come true. Thank you to everyone who stood up for curves. Our voices were heard, and together we can help me win Rookie of the Year. Ashley will also be in another ad for Swimsuits for All, and she'll be joined by a plus-size model named Philomena Quow. Love it. And a 56-year-old woman named Nicola Griffin. Love that, too. Who will be the oldest woman to ever appear in the swimsuit issue. I got to look her up, see what she looks like. That's cool. So there you have it. That is your latest D-News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 9 o'clock. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.